Hello world. Welcome to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you, once again, by Dye Tin Barbershop. That's D-A-I-T-I-N. It's where I get my hair cut, and if you're in Brooklyn, you should too. It's also just occurred to me, I've been reading the book of Exodus and still calling it Genesis, so just ignore that. Well, when we left off, Moses and Aaron, that lovable psychopath god, had just unleashed five plagues onto Egypt and all of its citizens based on the actions of one man, the pharaoh. God had put a pause on the concept of free will and hardened Pharaoh's heart so he wouldn't go all soft and free the slaves until he'd had his fun. Exodus 9 continued. Well, God came up to Moses and Aaron and said, Take handfuls of soot from the furnace and throw it in the air in front of Pharaoh. This might seem like it'll just get your hands dirty, but trust me, it'll be awesome. It will give people and their animals, the ones I didn't kill yesterday, even though it said I'd killed all the animals, not just some, Boils. Well, Moses and Aaron did just that, and sure enough, every Egyptian got boils all over their bodies. The magicians couldn't reproduce this because they were too busy being covered in boils. Then God hardened Pharaoh's heart more so he wouldn't free the slaves, just like God predicted. Even though it's not really a prediction if you yourself are responsible for the outcome. That's like me saying, I predict I'll drink some wine tonight, and then buying a box of wine and going to town, saying, See? I said that was going to happen. I am a prophet. Anyways, God told Moses to wake up early and go threaten Pharaoh, saying, My God wants you to free his people so they can go and worship him. He says, If you don't, I will send the full force of my plagues against you and your people, so you'll know that I'm the best God in the whole world, better than your gods anyways. I could wipe you off the face of the earth, but I want you to live and talk about how amazing I am. Anyways, since you haven't let my people go, I'm going to make it hail, like way worse than you've ever seen before. All your animals that I supposedly killed two plagues ago, they're all going to die out there in the fields. All those slaves that will be out there too, the Hebrew ones that I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to, get you to free, they're all going to fucking die too. Well, some Egyptian officials took this threat seriously, as the last six times Moses and God were going to do something, they did. So they went out and stored their still-alive livestock and slaves inside, wherever you store livestock and slaves. So some other officials just decided he was bluffing, and the last six plagues were purely a coincidence. On God's orders, Moses stretched his hand way up to the sky and raised his walking stick to match. Lightning flashed down to the ground, and massive ice chunks started falling to the ground, among more lightning and thunder. For those of us from the Midwest, it probably wasn't that big of a deal, but for these guys, it was huge. It knocked out animals and slaves alike, and fell everywhere but Goshen which you might remember was the Hebrew part of town. Pharaoh begged them, Okay, I fucked up. You can go. Just tell your crazy-ass God to stop pelting us with ice. Moses agreed. The hail stopped. And once again, Pharaoh changed his mind. Exodus 10. Well, God told Moses, Go talk to Pharaoh. I made his heart hard because I'm an asshole and I want to complicate things. I just want to show them how fucked up I can make shit so you tell your children and grandchildren about me. Old Uncle God, who fucked Egypt right up. Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, This is what God said. How long will you refuse to be humble? A thing I've personally made you incapable of being. Let my people go so they can worship me and burn animals for my amusement. If you don't, I'll send a shitload of locusts and they'll eat fucking everything that hasn't been destroyed by the hail. 
You've never seen anything like it, I'm serious. You'll be talking about this one for a while. About me, and how I fucked this whole fucking country up. Then Moses just left without waiting for a reply. One of Pharaoh's officials said, Um, can we stop this? Can you just listen to this crazy old Hebrew for once? Haven't you noticed that, like, I don't know, all of Egypt is fucked? Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron back and said, Okay, you can go, but tell me who all is going. Moses said, Our young, our old, our sons and daughters, our flocks and herds, because we are going to go celebrate and have a big God festival. Pharaoh said, No, just the men. Fuck you and your women and children, and kicked Moses and Aaron out of his presence. Moses stretched his staff out, and a strong wind from the east started picking up. The next morning, there were swarms and swarms of locusts everywhere. You couldn't even see the ground. It was black with locusts everywhere. They ate every single thing that was spared by the hail. Nothing green remained in Egypt. Once again, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron back and begged them to stop the plague. Once again, they did, and a westward wind blew the swarm of locusts back where they came from. And once again, God decided to harden Pharaoh's heart because he wanted to show off his last two plagues. The next day, Moses made it completely pitch black through all of Egypt for three straight days, except in Goshen. Everything had to come to a standstill because people couldn't move around because it was so dark. Pharaoh told Moses, Okay, enough is enough. You and your people can go, but leave us your livestock because you killed all of ours. Fuck you, Moses said. We need our livestock to set on fire and make God happy. No, Pharaoh said. Fuck you. If I see you again, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm not entirely sure why he forgot he could just do this the whole time, but hey. Moses left and promised Pharaoh he'd never see him again. Exodus 11. God told Moses, I've got one more plague I've been saving up. This one will be the kicker. But first, tell all the Hebrews to go borrow some jewelry from their Egyptian friends first. Moses immediately broke his promise and went and told the Pharaoh, God is going to come through this country and murder every firstborn son. God doesn't care if it's your firstborn son, the firstborn son of the lowliest slave. Fuck. He doesn't even care if it's the firstborn fucking calf of a goddamn cow. He's killing them all. There's going to be a lot of crying tomorrow, more than there's ever been. Tomorrow, all your officials and officers are going to come in and bow down to me and tell me to leave with all the fucking Hebrews. Then, and only then, will you be rid of me. Moses left Pharaoh without waiting for him to respond. Well, Pharaoh couldn't find it in his heart to free the Hebrews, because God had hardened it, because he really wanted to kill a bunch of babies. Exodus 12. God got really particular with Moses and Aaron here. Okay, starting now, this is the first month of your year. No more stupid Egyptian calendar now. We're making a new sweet calendar. And on the sweet new calendar, take note of this. On the tenth day of the month, take a lamb. One lamb per household. If your household is too small for a whole lamb, find another small household and share. Make sure it's not one of those gross defective lambs and make sure it's only a sheep or a goat lamb as opposed to some other kind of lamb that apparently exists. Take care of the lamb for four days. Then at twilight, have the entire family, or multiple families, as previously mentioned, slaughter the lamb. Have every single person take part in this. Then rub its blood all over your doorframe. 
Then cook the lamb over the fire while seasoning it with bitter herbs and eat it with bread that doesn't have any yeast. Don't eat the fucking lamb raw because you'll get sick. And don't fucking boil it either because then it won't taste good. Roast it over the fire, leaving everything inside, even its poop sack. And when you eat all of it, any of it that you can't finish, burn it in the fucking fire. Oh, there's a dress code here too. Wear your robe and tuck it into your belt. Keep your sandals on and keep your staff in your hand while you eat. Eat it really fast, too. That night, I will pass through Egypt and kill all the firstborn sons of people and animals, even though I've already killed all the animals. Twice now. When I see the blood on your door frames, I'll assume you followed all the other pedantic ass rules I gave you, like Van Halen with the M&Ms, and I won't kill your firstborn son. And you'll celebrate this for years to come. You'll call it the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and not Passover. That's definitely for sure. On the 14th through the 21st, you can't eat any yeast. You can't even have any yeast in the house. If you know anyone, be they Jewish or not, who eats any yeast on these days, you're not allowed to talk to them anymore. Doesn't matter where you are. New York, Israel, Japan, the moon. These rules will always apply. So Moses summoned all the elders and told them that long rant that God just dropped on him, and they went and spread the word. At midnight, God was true to his promise and straight up murdered all the firstborn sons in Egypt. Every house was hit at once, and all these innocent families who had nothing to do with any of this just freaked out simultaneously at the death of their firstborn sons. You could hear the crying all through the city, no matter where you were, because just about every house lost someone that night. And again, for like no reason. Like God purposely hardened Pharaoh's heart so he could show off his powers. His big finale was killing every firstborn son in Egypt. He went all the thousands and millions of people who lost a loved one that day for no reason other than God just wanted to be talked about in the future. That being said, it's been thousands of years and here we are talking about it. So, you know, good job. Well, that seems like a good stopping point today. So next week we get to the actual Exodus. So tune back in then. And thank you so much for listening.